Hey, Chirocasters. I had a new patient yesterday and she came in and said, uh, I loved your website. Uh, it really, uh, I looked at a bunch of other chiropractic websites and I loved your website. That's what made me call uh, you. And then um, when she signed up as a patient, she signed up as uh, a patient under preferred chiropractic doctor because that's what we do with all our patients. So once again, it's so simple. It's so clean. You got to have a great website. And I highly recommend now you know because it's so customizable. And you got to have a way to present a cash practice to your patients. And that's PCD. And now here's the podcast. He wrote uh, my favorite book that he, like Dr. Wayne Dyer Boat wrote is um, There's a Spiritual Solution to Every Problem. If you want to re- listen to one uh, audio uh, book or uh, read one book, that is the book. There's a Spiritual Solution to Every Problem. Um, and if you really kind of thought about what he just said in this, I thought what he said was so profound. Um, he, was, he was a psychologist. Uh, he passed away a couple years ago. But um, he talked about Carl Jung, another one of the pioneering psychologists from the early 1900s. And Carl Jung talked about like the different phases of life, right? So there's the morning phase of life, which is um, like, if you think about what happens in the morning, you're just kind of waking up, just becoming alive, just kind of figuring yourself out in the world. So uh, that, that encompasses like the early portion of your life. Now Carl Jung, he put into like thirds. I, don't, I think there would be a better way to do that, but let's just stick with Carl Jung's uh, thought processes. So that the first 30 of your life, all, let's see, I'm trying to look at this. Pretty much all of you guys are in the first 30 of your life. Uh, I'm in like the second uh, third. Uh, but you, you guys are all in the first 30 of your life. And that first 30 of your life is about ambition. The whole point is about ambition, right? You, you, you first you went through high school, then you went through college, now you're going through chiropractic school, and you're almost done with chiropractic school, and you have boards, and after you take all your boards, and you finally graduate, and then you open your practice or associate. And it's all about ambition and success. And right, you know, what, and what, what does success mean to you right now? And I'm going to tell you the really interesting thing, if you didn't catch it, was what success means to you now will not mean the same thing to you now when you're 50. Right? Even just looking back from when you were a kid, what success meant to you when you were a kid was like, I got an ice cream cone. Right? That probably isn't success to you. Right? You might be happy with it, you know, and say, this is nice and stuff and yummy. Um, if it's especially good and maybe dairy-free uh, ice cream like coconut milk. Um, but if you really think about it, success is, is, is going to be measured differently, right? And uh, so right now, you, and you have to have this kind of uh, drive in order to succeed in the early stages because it takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of effort for you to put out that, um, that energy and, and the drive uh, to, in order to do something, in order to create that, open up your office, or offices or however you're going to do it. You need a lot of drive to get through boards and all this kind of stuff. So we totally get it. But the difference is, like looking back at, I'm 54 now, looking back, what's successful to you is not successful to me, right? So it's the afternoon of your life, right? The afternoon of my life, right now, I'm very much into what he said, which is meaning, right? The why I do what I do. Not the, I still have the drive, right, which gets me to fly to Minnesota tomorrow to speak to you know, the people in Minneapolis this weekend for ICPA, I still have that drive to want to, to get, you know, the word out there. But the drive is really a meaning. The drive is like, I feel like, like if I don't do it, who's going to? That's like sort of my drive, you know? But that's my meaning, right? And when I adjust a little boy, you know, yesterday I, I adjusted this boy with multiple disabilities 
and just to see like the light in his eyes as I'm adjusting him and to, to see the connection that we're having, talking about Mario Brothers and stuff. This is the thing that he loves talking about. And like to make that connection, that's more important to me than almost anything else. You know, certainly the money is lovely, and, and the, but it's like it's been so long now that so much money has been coming in. I'm kind of used to that. And I know that may not sound like logical to you, but I'm telling you that you'll get to a point 30 years in practice that the, the, the money is no longer an issue. And I know, like, you guys have all those student loans, this kind of stuff to pay for, and you, I mean, you can't even think past the $200,000 of student loans you have. But I'm telling you, there's a time that that won't be there anymore, right? And, and now it's all about meaning. And then what, what he said, I thought, was another two brilliant you know, points that he brought up with his, one of his other teachers, which is Abraham Maslow, was he talked about um, the two most important things to, to, to get to this shift from, which is the movie, The Shift, which is what this is based on, is to shift from the place of uh, ambition to the place of meaning, is the first uh, step was to, to be independent of the good opinion of other people. You know, right now, that plays a very large factor in, uh, in what you're doing, you know, because when, when you're uh, taking a, a national board part four, right, you have to impress that person enough to, to pass you. Right, because it's a that you're in front of another person. It's not like you know, filling out a scantron. When you are trying to get a, a peak or an associate position or something like that, you need to impress that person. Right, so it's it's all about that the other the opinion of the other person is important at that moment because it depends on whether or not you're going to pass the boards or or get hired for that particular position, you know, or whatever thing you're, you're talking about. But as, when you get to the point that that we are in my life. I am less in, in, inclined to care about what other people think of me because I realized there's one of the most important things Dr. Sid ever taught us, and this was a profound statement, and it may take you a while to, to get this. It may take you years because it took me quite a number of months to figure this out, but he said something to the effect of, I care so much that I don't care at all. Do you understand that? I care so much that I don't care at all. I remember him first saying that in, in a, a Dynamic Essentials meeting. And I was like, I wrote that down and I started because I said, that sounds really important, but I don't get what that means. And he kept on going and I didn't want to like, dwell on it. Um, and it came to me like a couple months later what that meant. This, it, was the, it was this switch from ambition to meaning. It was like, I care so much about the patients, but I can't change what the patients do. Right? I can't change that behavior. Right? I can change my behavior, which might make them a better patient. You understand the difference? So I can change what I'm saying. I can change what I'm doing. I can change how I'm interacting with the patients, but I can't change them. So I care so much about them that I don't care at all. Right? And by having that, the second thing that Maslow talked about, the detachment, that's the, the second critical piece, is being detached from results. Like if that patient stays for a lifetime and the patient stays for two visits, I I would love to everybody to stay for a lifetime. That would be lovely if every single person who ever went to a chiropractor stayed for their entire lives. That would be lovely, but it just doesn't happen in this world anymore. Or, or yet, I should say. Um, you know, maybe someday it will, but it's not happening yet. But that's, that's being detached, right? Being detached says, I love that patient, and I wish for them to join us in the practice forever.